Hello everyone, you're listening to America Meditating Radio. We collect wisdom, inspire each other, and empower hearts on demand 24-7. I'm Sister Jenna, host of the syndicated America Meditating Radio. Join us as we talk one-on-one with leading experts who answer life's most compelling questions. Because in a world of uncertainty, we need answers right here, right now. America Meditating Radio, a show for everyone to learn more about this amazing thing called life. Who are you? Let me just ask you that again. Who are you? of a good relationship with intentions and goals is keeping in mind that the primary aim of setting and working towards those goals is to feel the way you want to feel. The external things we want to have and do and experience, those are your secondary goals, all of which will get you back to the whole cosmic point, experiencing your core desired feelings. Here's 
is the diamond of it all. Knowing how you actually want to feel is the most potent form of clarity that you can have. And generating those feelings is the most powerfully creative thing that you can do with your life. It is your birthright to have your desires fulfilled. Every desire is a prayer. Desire is the underpinning of manifestation. Hello, everyone. Welcome to America Meditating Radio. That was Daniel Deporte, Desire is Divine. One of my many favorite tracks on the Monique Rhodes Heartbeat album. If you ever get a chance to download or get a copy of that album, please let them know that you heard about it on America Meditating Radio. We're very glad that you could join us today on this wonderful day because each day we have to declare that or we're going to be lost in a muck and in a bunch of webby thoughts, which are not going to be helpful to us in the long run. And even though those thoughts are important, they are like the treasures in the darkness. It's still up to us to begin to identify what our thoughts are telling us, what do they serve, where are they taking me? Because the thoughts actually are the fuel. Our thoughts are our fuel of the soul. It's what gives us perception, interpretation, awareness, Uh, Because of our thoughts, we will accept something or we will reject something. Because of our thoughts, we will see something in a particular way. There will be ten people in a room, and you share the same story or the same message to ten people in the room. And each of those individuals will perceive and receive it differently. I've done it countless of times, and I've often come back with the deeper meaning that I've got to understand what are thoughts when they're completely clear, when they're connected to the divine, how do they work? How do they function when my thoughts are connected to a higher purpose, to a higher energy, to a higher interpretation, to a level of purity? It'll always come out where there's a kind of a balance. There's a balance between matter and the ethereal. There's a balance between illusion and truth. There'll be a balance between dark and light. There'll be a balance between joy and sorrow. There'll just be a balance. And it's like the perfect combination of when your thoughts are really combined to light. It's something I'm investigating a lot. I've been doing this thought healing process for quite a while now. And each time I go deeper in understanding the power of thoughts, but more so those quiet thoughts that gnaw at you, those, the thoughts that 
you don't really talk about to people, the thoughts that you don't even hear all the time, but they're like murmurs. They're, they're subtle signals. They, they come to the door. They kind of tag and go. They tag and go. But you have to catch them because those thoughts are saying a lot about how you take your life back and how much you can understand who you really are. Now, talking about taking back our lives, today it's my pleasure to welcome Stephanie Bennett Voigt. She's a leading space clearing expert, mindfulness teacher, and author of five books, including Your Spacious Self, A Year to Clear, and her newest release, A Year for You. She will bring about 40 years of teaching experience to Space Clear, the practice she founded in 1996 to help homes and people come into balance. She has taught her inspiring clearing programs at centers worldwide, including Kripalu and the New England School of Feng Shui, and is the creator of four best-selling online courses offered on Daily Om, which have attracted over 200,000 participants. Today, I'm very happy to welcome Stephanie Bennett Voigt to America Meditating Radio. Hi, Stephanie. Welcome. Hi, Sister Jenna. It's so wonderful to be here. Thank you for inviting oh, lovely. me. Oh, we're glad to have you. And thank I you for clearing up the. I love that meditation. Started. Isn't with. it That's nice? Beautiful. Yeah. Oh my kind goodness. Of makes you yes. just want to stay in your zen oh, zone, right? Oh, I just started weeping. I was so. It was so beautiful. It is. It is. Well, thank you for clearing up our lives a little bit more. <laughs> I try. I start with myself, of course. It's always comes I should, down to me. <laughs> I should invite so I do you to it our partly garage. For myself. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's what aren't we doing? Whatever we're doing, we think. I mean, we might be always thinking that it's for the world or for other people, but at the end of the day, mm, isn't it really yeah. for your spirit to feel better? Totally. Oh my goodness! Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It all it, it boils down to that, and you know, if you can impart a little bit of just some wisdom that you gathered from doing this work and being on this journey it's uh you've done it feels like you've made some progress for for the planet yeah yeah i'm working on i'm working lately on um really letting a lot of things energies ideas that i've been carrying for a long time letting them go and Mm. practicing you know aligning my thoughts in a place where it really is connected to source and source mm-hmm. and always knows what's best. And if I can mm-hmm. just keep myself responsible to that very, mm-hmm. very clear link, I'm my faith is increasing, my detachment mm-hmm. is increasing, mm-hmm. my clarity is increasing. And so I think that mm-hmm. that's what we need is inner clarity. Mhm. And it really and it really does boil down to how we feel. The feeling yes. state of it. And yes, that's how we yes. know we're we're right on the on the right track. Absolutely. So why don't mm-hmm. you educate us a little bit on what it actually means to be a space-clearing expert, and how did you become interested in that particular area? Well, I was a high school teacher for 20 years, and this is 20 years ago, so we're talking 40 years ago that I started this my life as a career person. And then I burned out, and I and I literally had one of those hero-type journeys where I just had a crisis of confidence. I was in my early 20s, and I just didn't know what I loved anymore or who I was. And so I, I quit. I quit. I was at the top of my game. I had the best job, 
and I just I knew there was more. I just had to I had to stop. And mm-hmm. uh, and it kind of boiled down to I realized I also had a lot of clutter, not the kind that you see, but the kind that squirreled away, not just mm-hmm. in my closets but in my head. And mm-hmm. and it was it was killing me. I, it was making me sick. I actually got very sick. Not anything life threatening, but it was a wake up call for me. Mm-hmm. And so I took a sabbatical, which I never went back to that job, but I that sabbatical led to this one question. I actually had a session with this astrologer who said, if you had a business card, this was the best question for me. If you had a business card, what would it say? There's your name, and then what would your, your tagline be? And that one question is, what would I want on that card? What, how do I, who am I? really boils down to that. And uh, I realized what I loved was creating home, beautiful homes. I just love spaces. I love creating them. I love going into them. I love talking about them. I love repurposing things. <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and I just started to get more excited. And, and then, of course, the teacher appears as soon as you get a little bit of clarity about what you want and desire the teacher appeared and i ended up uh taking classes and then certifying in and at the time this is 20 years ago at the time it was a very unknown modality you could call it distant cousin of feng shui called space clearing and essentially what that is is clearing the invisible clutter in spaces so mm-hmm. it's, it's mm-hmm. for most people we can't see these energetic disturbances, yes. but they're there. <laughs> they're like a mm-hmm. smog that sets in into a space, and it's so funny because it's not a very pleasant kind of uh, profession because you're really going into the muck. You're really yes. going into deep, deep, painful, wounded spaces, not just. Mm-hmm. The, the spaces themselves, but the people that occupy them or previous occupants of these spaces. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, sometimes I would laugh and go, you know, I could have just gone into interior de- decorating or, you know, even <laughs> feng shui would be somewhat more sort of pleasant. But, no, <laughs> I had to go into this space and partly as a as a healing tool for myself, but also yes. as a way to, I don't know, I felt like, that's what I was being called to do. And sure, one, sure. you know, the the high school Spanish teacher never really left me, but I realized what I ended up doing over the years was translating at the high school level these sort of more esoteric principles of space clearing for the masses, for regular right. people. Like what is energy and what how does energy affect us and how does it our clutter affect us. And so I started having, so one thing led to another. The next thing I realized is I'm writing books. <laughs> I was like, really? I never thought I had one book in me, let alone three. And now I'm just finished my third book. And there really is a, a process of distilling this work that I've been doing for 20 years. Doesn't yeah. sound like it's your call because you're, it's as if it's not something that you would have ever imagined, and no. it has no. called you, and then you responded. Yes. 
and here you are, you know, many books later. Let's talk about your new book entitled A Year for You, which was just released. Mm -hmm. Congratulations. Thank you. Any particular reason why you focused on a year? Well, the year, I realize that most people rarely set out to spend a period of time for themselves, let Mm. alone a year. I mean, we may give ourselves a weekend if we're lucky. And um, it it kind of all came out of my second book, which is called A Year to Clear. And I realized that people, which is a journey-style book, that book is really an everyday take, go, go on a journey of clearing your stress and your stuff, you know, and in a slow drip, easy, measured, doable way. And I thought, well, after a year is up, what happens? You know, you, you know, do you keep going? How does one keep going? And I realized mm-hmm. I needed to write a book that would help give people a tool and a practice that they could really uh, adopt for the rest of their lives. So really that book, this new book, A Year for You, is the practice. It's the maintenance plan, if you will, to keep you on this path of lightening your load one baby step at a time. So I I basically walk readers through five steps, which conveniently all start with a letter S, and I do it in a particular order because I find that that order really does grow our spacious muscle, if you will, our clear muscle, our clearing muscle. So um, and those five S's really are the heart of this, this practice this book and this this modality, this method that I've uh, developed. So, was there a reason why you started are? with the letter S? Yeah, well, well yeah, was there, is there a reason sure. why you started with S? Why not A? No, why not just C? Kind of a, oh, I know. It's because when you, the first S, you'll know why. The first S is slowing down. And there really mm. is no other better word than just to slow down. Basically, the book is divided in 52 weeks, so... There's 10 weeks devoted to each S, so the first 10 weeks are all about slowing down. And I realize that we all want to slow down, but we don't really know how to slow down. We're so, you know, wound up. So I I take people on a little kind of a, what I say is like I'm taking you on a nice, long, slow ride and is a ride in the slow lane and that's basically what that first part of the book is and nice. as i lead people into the next s which is to simplify speed and up so you know <laughs> speed, up, yeah. speed up <laughs> yeah yeah well i do say go slow to go fast because in a mm-hmm. way it's very counterintuitive but in for us to be very productive we must slow down and it really messes yeah. with people's minds Mm-hmm. Let me jump in mm-hmm. right there. You when bet. I look at slowing down, for me, yep. it's um, uh, and and I'm just uh, it's just observing. I, I have observed this with people. When they slow down, they don't also observe how they're using their time. They might right. slow down with what is really important for them to do, but then they get mm-hmm. distracted in other areas, which I find to be very wasteful. So for me, mm-hmm. when I think about slowing down, I think about being more intentional, but you're yes. still moving. So when you're That's intentional, exactly things are right. connecting yep. very, very clearly. Yes. Things are getting done. Things are not being forgotten. Everything's Correct. in alignment. 
You see, so yes. I, I think that needs to be really clarified because I've seen way yes, too often you're absolutely people are like, right. slow down, slow down, and they can't remember this. They don't know how to do that. Right. Oh, they're waiting on you right. before they can make a decision, right. yet they know yeah. what their duties are, but they're not doing it, so they're expecting you. You know what I'm saying? So they're slowing yes, down, but I do. Me, they've stopped. They've stopped, and they're no longer focused on what needs to be done. So I just right. want to add, be intentional in that's what it means yeah. to slow down. Yes. Mm. Well, and I basically say that your superpowers with slowing down are two things. One is Mm -hmm. um, being very mindful and aware. So bringing awareness to the task, whatever it may be. So if you, and I invite people to intentionally on purpose slow down, but with total and complete awareness. So even Mm. if all is if if all you can handle is one minute of slowing down. That's all you can handle. That's perfect. Just t- give yourself a full minute of going into the task. And I give people lots of practices of slowing down and, you know, use that one minute to give it all of it. Give it all God. <laughs> right, and then the right. second thing is consistency is really another very powerful tool that helps us grow these muscles. But the, the consistency and the awareness really make going slow you know there's going there's making the bed for example and there's making the bed with total awareness and consistency so so that's the difference and it sounds Mm, so simple doesn't it (laughs) until you start to actually you know to to start to notice that your mind is continually wandering off into la la land well, consistency is imperative to create really deep impressions where Absolutely. it eventually becomes natural for you. If you're inconsistent, mm-hmm. then it's hard mm-hmm. for you to allow the natural nature of your powers, I would say, since we want to be mm-hmm. superheroes, to really just mm-hmm. flow through you. It's always going to be based on, I have to make effort, I have to mm-hmm. make effort. So Absolutely. we've got slowing down and we've got moving along, you know, consistently and what so are the, the other second essence? S is simplifying. So what simplifying. slowing down naturally builds into is a whole 10 weeks or 10 chapters of simplifying. And, again, that's a, it's, it sounds so simple, doesn't it, to just say simplify. <laughs> but when we live so compl- – our lives are so complex and our, our thoughts are constantly spinning, it's part of this – they they kind of work together. The slowing down and simplify start becoming a nice little team, and uh, with ten weeks of having slowed down, it becomes easier to simplify. Mm-hmm. Which and then the leads S? to the third S. Yeah, <laughs> which is is sensing. The third S is to bring all of your awareness to how you feel, and I mean all of the feelings, the thoughts, the the. Um, you know your your sight, your hearing, your taste, your sense of taste, uh, touch, the basically the the five physical senses, but also the sixth sense of intuition. Mm. And it and when I it basically say it's you got to tune in to tune up. And mm. uh, some of us lead with one sense or another, like we're more we tend to be more like smell things more acutely, or we hear things more. We're auditory. And what this does is it amps up all of the senses as a way to really connect with our environment, our, our, mm-hmm. our natural surroundings, but also our physical surroundings. 
And it is actually one of the most important tools in space clearing. Without the senses, you really can't sort of move the needle in bringing these, your, your internal and external spaces back into balance. Mm-hmm. So nice, that's nice. third S. Hmm. That's some good and then the fourth S, yeah. yeah, they are, aren't they? Don't they just kind of naturally? <laughs> I'm glad they they're are. All S's, they to are. Be they're all very good. <laughs> yeah, they're good. I know there are a lot more S's along the way too, because I I oh, didn't yeah. realize that you could change your whole life with just one letter. I mean, this is right. powerful. I know. Um, <laughs> Yeah, I I want to get a little bit deeper into the book because in the book you also talk about the releasing of clutter, which you've mm-hmm. you've offered through some of the S's. But when you define clutter, is it an interior clutter or external clutter? I basically, I actually talk about that in my first book, the what clutter is, and I and there are three types. There's the physical type that we can touch and see, the tangible junk that you have, we have, um, many of us certainly have an accumulation of things that we don't use or love mm-hmm. um, and or or don't have a home. So that's my definition of physical clutter, anything you don't use, love, or it hasn't been given a home. So you might mm-hmm. love it and use it, but if it doesn't have a spot where it belongs, where, where you put it away, then it is it is clutter. So that's a challenge, mm. right? You know, find a home for the everything that you use and you love. Yeah. And then yeah. there's the mental clutter. You know, the the thoughts swirling in our head, the stress that we feel um, that is generated. The the stress that gets generated is is usually comes from thinking, overthinking, overanalyzing, and I have a whole list of definitions for for mental clutter. Right. And then there's the um, emotional clutter, which is, of course, That's a big one. Highly, yeah, it becomes, it's more highly charged. There's a, yeah. there's kind of a, an energetic charge to it, right. um, to emotional clutter. And, um, and so people, that is often what gets locked into spaces. So if I'm space clearing, I will often bump into these sort of areas and homes that are highly charged energetic patterns of emotion emotional stress or pain or wound or you know all the way to the worst possible things you can imagine (laughs) that have gone down in a space i've often looked at the emotional clutter as just unresolved issues from my past which i just can't to let go of and mm-hmm. I felt for me personally that's where I feel my weakest even though I know there's a treasure in my dark moments I'm not denying that yeah but it's just yes. so uncomfortable when you have to go through it but it's just a part of the journey isn't it let's look at self-care because right now a lot of us um, are focusing on self-care but I'm not quite sure if we understand what true self-care is yes going to the beach, mm-hmm. going to the gym, eating healthy, drinking a lot mm-hmm. of water, being around non-toxic people, all of that external, important physical forms of self-care. Um, but the mm-hmm. interior level of self-care, that I find to be mm-hmm. the most important, which has everything to do with the way you think, not only about yourself, but about those around you. So what does mm-hmm. self-care actually look like to you, and why do you feel it's so important? Well, 
So that's the fifth S, and I'll talk about the fourth S at some point, but the fifth S okay. is self-care. And, the, and it is not just feeling good, you know. We all want to feel good. It's not just, you know, giving yourself uh, time off or going to the spa or getting a good massage or having a cup of tea. All of that, of course, is self-care. I believe self-care is um, radical, uh, taking a step for yourself, being an advocate for yourself, uh, setting clear boundaries for yourself, saying no when you mean no. This is harder for women in particular to cultivate, and but it, it's essential. If we want to become the beings or step in and embody the beings that we are are here to embody and and uh, and experience the spaciousness that we are. Um, we we must set uh, some 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 clear guidelines for ourselves on on this, mm-hmm. and that mm-hmm. is self care. Also, it's it's revolutionary, mm-hmm. really, um, to to say to to stand up for yourself. And it doesn't mm-hmm. always feel very good. You don't want, you know, many people don't want to disappoint. They don't want to, you know, rock the boat, make waves. But we must um, take a stand. And sure. but in a in a gentle way. Anyway, that is self-care. I don't know if that answers the question, but that's it does. my view. It does. And what just was the four important. S, just in case, so we can finish <laughs> off the story. <laughs> yeah. So the so the, from sensing you go into surrendering, which is a mm. form of letting go and becoming step basically taking a step back from becoming more of the observer of your experience, while at the exact same time you're still feeling deeply. So while people think it's like a you know. I'm, you know, not feeling. It's it's the opposite. You 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 let go and feel at the same time. And it's a little bit like riding a bike where you you don't fall down. But surrendering really is a potent and uh, difficult s for us humans to to really master because you can't get to it through your head. You can only do it through your heart space and your um, really sensing apparatus, the feelings cool. that we have already spent ten weeks on, really naturally mm. lead and give us the the strength to become better at letting go and less yeah. attached. Mm-hmm. So, Stephanie, if you were given the mm-hmm. job to clear up what's going on in America, where would you begin? With myself. That's my work. Mm. That's the work. We cannot lighten the load out there until we've lightened our own load, and it's it, we're all it's all connected. So it may seem like my little puny life. You know, how could that be that my little puny life could you know by my working on my stuff, by slowing down and simplifying and sensing and surrendering and self care, how can that possibly create the change that I want to see in the world? But it does. And um, imagine more of us building that kind of inner resilience and strength and deep sense of commitment and awareness, building all of that to, to – and, and we can't change the world. We, you know, 
it's we're all connect, since we're all connected all we can see is and work with is what we've got right here right now in our own hearts and homes and if mm. we can work there ripple out <laughs> and mm. uh and just keep doing it one foot in front of the other this is and and this has my been my journey and it just it gets better let me just say if if mm. there are going to be times that don't feel so good it this is when you just keep pushing on and and sure. doing practice really beautiful, it's beautiful powerful powerful work yeah it is. Yeah. It is, and it requires a lot of uh, inner honesty to encourage mm-hmm. because I think one of the things we're not very comfortable with is being honest with ourselves. We always want mm-hmm. people to be honest with us, but we're mm-hmm. the ones that are least sometimes honest with ourselves. Mm-hmm. You've said that clearing mm-hmm. can become a thing of beauty, a spiritual practice that yeah. reveals the yeah. divine essence and mystery that we are. So in what way can it become a spiritual practice? Well, it is a, a spiritual practice because we're spiritual beings in a in a physical body. So, and what I love about clutter clearing is that it, it's almost like we're we because clutter, especially physical clutter, is so visible and tangible. It can show us the way out. And I, I tell people to think of clutter as their best teacher. It's their teacher. It's showing them the way. It's showing them where they're stuck, where they're holding on, and using that as a practice. And because it is ultimately where we're going is becoming more light, not only enlightened but light, like vibrationally Mm -hmm. light, to be able to work with physical clutter and mental and emotional clutter and start to sort of soften the the, you know the the entanglements and the smoggy stuff start to we start to actually see the clarity by doing this work, and we realize that we're we're just spirit. <laughs> it is a spiritual practice. Yes. Um, yes. And you know, as a space clear, I'll tell you, every time I would leave somebody's home after working with them for five or six hours, it was almost like the the luminosity and the light that would start to, I mean, I could feel it, but I could also see how a space got so light and luminous. And it's just incredible, incredible. Um, And that's what kept me going for years um, in this sort of gucky, mucky, not very pleasant um, profession. It's just to see what the shifts happen just from doing these little practices and we can all do it. It's like you don't need a professional. You can do it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you can yes, space clear yes. your own your own life and your own home space. And so that's what my hope is with these books <clears throat> is that people can uh, you know become empowered to to do this same work that I've been right. sort of blessed to get to do. Yeah. Well, what I've loved that you've said is that it starts with you. You know, the whole clearing and clutter and everything really just starts with the self first. Even if we want to clear up America, we've got to start with ourselves. If we want to clear up the world, we've got to start with ourselves. If we want to clear up our Mm -hmm. marriages, we've got to start with ourselves. When we we, we see something out in the world that we don't like, it's like, okay, so here's an opportunity to look at the, the, the resistance that we're experiencing within so the work Mm -hmm. is to just start bringing it all back to that resistance to that 
gucky feeling within to that attachment to things being better or different. And that exactly. is the work. Oh, come back to me. Oh, it's really mm-hmm. here. It's happening right here with me, not out there. It's me and how I relate to it. And I always say it's not about the stress or the stuff, and it's not about the outcome that we desire, but what happens in between. It's really, Mm -hmm. that's the sweet spot. That's where the real magic of clearing happens is between the junk and the guck and what we most desire. The work is in the middle there, in the messy middle, I call it. Yeah. Beautiful, beautiful. And if we could just bring our awareness to that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the I think work. we can. I think we can. I think we can. And thanks to your mm-hmm. spacious clearing, you're helping us. Um, any book tours? Any 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 last minute things you'd like to share? You know, basically, I uh, I have wonderful resources on my website, spaceclear.com, and uh, any sort of. I invite people actually sign up for my newsletter because I I enjoy doing them, and there's always goodies that I have to offer and events and things like that as they come up. So at spaceclear.com, it's a good place to know. And and also my online courses are a wonderful way. I don't teach as much anymore out in the world. I don't, you know, I, I kind of enjoy the writing and the quiet and the slowing down myself. So I do a lot of the work So you know, make it available online for people to go on these journeys and have the experiences that I've been talking about and also doing myself. And um, mm, sounds so good. it's all there. Space oh, sounds good. Yep. Stephanie Bennett Voigt, thanks so much for joining us on the air and may you continue to space clear. Thank you, my dear. <laughs> Thank you, Sister Jenna. It's really wonderful to hear your voice and uh to be on your show. Really appreciate the invitation. All the very best. Yeah. Many success. Yeah. Take care. Bye bye. Okay. Okay. Take care. Bye bye. I really like what Stephanie was sharing, that really the clearing has to begin with you. You can't keep focusing it on other people. And, yes, we think it's easier if the other person changes, but at the end of the day, it's you, it's me. I've got to change first. Remember, no one can take away your happiness unless you give them permission, and we really are here to love each other the same. So we've got to try to amplify that as our effort in life. And our to-go point, I think, will be important. And I'm going to end the show with Carmen Lunding. Here is Grace by Carmen Lundy. Take care, everyone. All the best. We have walked for so long With our hands to the ground, amazing We have died oh so long With our hands under the moon Why they will call me Why
Sister Jenna, you've been listening to America Meditating Podcast. You can follow us on Twitter, Facebook, and subscribe to our YouTube channel. Did you enjoy that conversation? Because you can also listen to it on Spotify or on iTunes, 24-7, anytime, anywhere. I do trust we all have inner power to become our very best. When we listen with curiosity to learn more, we grow. So thanks so much for tuning in, and do be easy on yourself. Take care.